Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. Primary voting is already underway and wraps up on Tuesday, June 7th. Races include local, state, and national posts, including the San Diego City Council races, governor, state senate, state assembly, and Congress. Cynthia Paz is the San Diego County Registrar of Voters. Well, Cynthia, thank you for joining me on the San Diego News Fix. Um, How are you doing? I imagine that it's pretty busy this time of year. (laughs) We are all doing pretty well. Yes, it it is very busy. Um, So far, we're seeing a bit of a slow turnout. So, but we, we tend to expect to see that during primary elections, um, maybe lagging interest. Uh, we were thinking there might be a bit more interest coming off the recall election with um, nearly a 60% turnout in that election. Um, but now we're anticipate, anticipating maybe a 35 to 40% turnout, something more similar to the gubernatorial primary election in 2018, uh, where we had a a 40% turnout. Um, Right now we have 39 vote centers open across the county. These select vote centers have been open since Saturday, May 28th. They've been open every day. Um, and will be open until 5 p.m. today. Tomorrow, we have an additional 179 vote centers opening. So for the next four days, we will have 218 vote centers open. They will be open daily from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. until Tuesday, election day, when the hours change to 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. All active registered voters receive their voter information pamphlet. Inside that pamphlet is a complete list of vote centers. They could also visit sdvote.com for a complete list of vote centers, as well as a mapping tool where they can find their closest vote centers to come visit. Um, Also, we mailed out over 1.9 million ballots to active registered voters across the county. So if you still have that ballot in hand, don't delay. Mark your selections in the comfort of your home. Seal that ballot inside your return envelope. Sign your name on the back and return it to a trusted source. When I say trusted source, that's through the U.S. Postal Service or at one of our 132 official Dropbox locations across the county, as well as any vote center during voting hours. So get those ballots back to us. Um, They must, if they're coming through the mail, they must be postmarked on or before election day and received by our office up to seven days after election day. That's if they're coming through the mail. If you want to drop that off in person, you have until 8 p.m. election night to drop that off at any of our official Dropbox locations or our vote centers. Okay, and with vote centers, they're no longer assigned, right? Any registered voter can go to any of them? Absolutely, so we do have fewer locations, but a voter can go to any vote center and receive more services, and they're open for multiple days. Uh, Also, if you miss the registration deadline for this election, you can visit any vote center, register to vote that same day, and vote provisionally. Once we verify your registration and determine that you have not voted anywhere else in the state, we will count that ballot. 
Okay, I know you still have a lot of work to do counting ballots, but when will we have results? How late do you think you'll be going um, election night? And do you think we'll have answers that same night? So for a very long time, it has not been over election night. We still have 30 days to certify the election. Um, as of today, we have over 300,000 mail ballots returned. Those are being processed and will be part of that first release election night. So shortly after 8 p.m. election night, about 8.05, between 8.05 and 8.15, we will have our first set of election results. That will include all the early voting here at the office, as well as across the 10 days of early voting at our vote centers. It will also include all of the mail ballots that we received prior to election day and processed into the count. On election day, though, we can expect um, to see maybe 200,000, 250,000 ballots dropped off on election day at vote centers, at our ballot drop-off locations. So those still need to be processed over the following days. Also conditional voter registration. We don't know how many uh, San, Diegans who, San Diegans who are otherwise eligible to vote, but just not registered, how many could take advantage of that option. In the recall election, we had about 5,000 provisionals, not a lot, but those still have to be processed after election day and they are more labor intensive. So it could take up until the bitter end, July 7th, um, when we certify the election night results uh, to know some of these contests. If there are some close contests out there, it could take uh, a couple weeks still to determine the outcome. Of course, on election night, there may be some clear um, clear contests that, that are easy to determine. Yeah, that was a question I had. Are early results generally a good indicator of how the race is gonna turn out or are there ever big surprises? If it's a local contest um, with a tight race, we've had many where after election night, we will do updates. So when we release the first set at shortly after 8 p.m., the next set will come between 9.30 and 10, and that will be when the vote centers start rolling in. So any further updates election night will be in-person voting at the vote centers on election day. So all of those will be entered into the count, um, hopefully before 2 a.m. On, on election night. Now, the following days, we will release our next set of election results on Thursday by 5 p.m., and that will be the processing of those mail ballots that were dropped off on election day. So as we add those to the count, we can see that in these close contests, um, them flipping back and forth, like the front, front runner drops and now is in second place. So you can see that. And we've had that with some um, very tight races. City of La Mesa race, I, I remember, was going back and forth. We've even had that with the Board of Supervisors race. So you can see a little bit of that where it's, we can only imagine it's a nail biter, but we're, we're working really hard to finish as quickly as we can, but with accuracy and, and with great care. 
Yeah, will you talk a little more about election security? How are you ensuring that, um, especially now that everyone gets a mail-in ballot? So election security has been part of our process forever. <laughs> it seems to be highlighted much more now, um, but every security is built into everything we do to the simple physical security of two-person chain of custody. When we have voted ballots at, at the vote centers, there's always a two-person chain of custody. So when they close election night and they're returning their ballots to the collection center, it's two poll workers that are carrying those ballots to the collection center. Then it, it's a team that's bringing the ballots back to the registrar of voters. Um, so everything, it's either physical security or more technological password protections. Um, secure spaces, access controls, changing passwords very frequently, um, having very strict access to certain rooms or certain systems. With vote by mail, the key component to, to combat fraud is the envelope itself. A voter can track their envelope through the US Postal Service to their home and then track it back to our office every step of the way and know when we receive it and it's been scanned into the count. They receive either, they can sign up for what's called Where's My Ballot? It's, it's run by ballot tracks through the Secretary of State's office. And you could sign up for email messages, text messages, or voice messages, or all of them. And you will receive these alerts every step of the way you know, your ballot should be in your mailbox. Your, you know, the registrar of voters has received your ballot. Your ballot has been um, scanned and counted. So that's one security feature where you're, you actually know where your ballot is. Another is just maintenance of the record to have good, clean voter records. We are maintaining our, our re voter registration files every day information from the national change of address through the US Postal Service, through the DMV, through the Secretary of State, through state offices, public health for um, any death records, um, from the prisons, for anybody who's convicted of a felony. So we're maintaining these records every day as well as receiving information from the voters themselves. Um, when people move, <laughs> telling us they moved isn't the first thing on their mind. So we're usually updating records based on changing registration, um, car registration through the DMV because they don't think about us, but we can capture it that way as well. So having good records where we're accurately mailing out these ballots and voter information pamphlets to the accurate uh, address. That's part of, of the whole process. When the ballots returned, voters are required to sign the outside security envelope. So they're tracking it back to us. Once we receive it, we're verifying the signature on that envelope against the voter's signature in their registration file. So that's another key component of, of securing that this ballot was returned by the voter. Have you seen instances of voter fraud in San Diego County during your tenure or just you know, in, in recent years? 
there has been no instances of systemic voter fraud. What we have seen are um, a handful of cases where oftentimes it's a child away at college and the parents vote the adult child's ballot, sign their name <laughs> and send it back to us. Um, of course, that's gonna be a mismatched signature and a letter is sent to the voter saying that there, this has been challenged, the signatures do not compare. You have until this date to um, what we call cure the, whether it's a no signature or a mismatch signature. They could either fill out this verification statement stating that no, that is in fact my signature, it's, it's maybe changed over time. And then we'll ask them to update their signature. Or in other cases, it's that scenario where, in <laughs> fact, it was the parents. Um, and we do see that. We see that a handful of cases. Um, wow. How, yeah. how many ballots do you have to challenge or do you typically challenge, uh, you know, per election? It's usually less than 1% of the returns is what we see. Um, and we, we mail out letters to each and every person because we, and we also, when we're doing signature verification, we're going to look at age. We're going to take things into consideration. If the signature on file is 50 years old, we will take that into consideration if the, the signature now is somewhat shaky. Um, so we are looking at uh, other variables. Um, and then if it's really it is the person's signature, but it's really difficult to compare. We do ask them to please update their signature um, on our file. And that just requires filling out a new registration form. Well, Cynthia, thank you so much for all this information. Anything else you'd like to add? Oh, um, also we, we've had the 10 year census. So we are encouraging voters um, as you're receiving your ballot in this election, as well as um, the upcoming November general election, go ahead and go to sdvote.com um, and check your voting districts. You can look up your voter information. We have a lookup tool because from the census, your district may have changed. So voters are seeing new candidates that they've never seen before and new districts that they weren't a part of during the last election and now they're in a new district. So that's another thing, just encouraging folks throughout this year as these redistricting activities are taking place to check your districts, look up your voter information and see what voting districts you reside in now. Yeah, great reminder. Cynthia Paz is the San Diego County Registrar of Voters. Cynthia, thank you so much. Thank you.